Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and to share with you back in September, I was blessed to be able to go on a trip uh, to Israel. Uh, God blessed me with that opportunity, and uh, it was just amazing to walk in the places that Jesus walked and where the Bible was written. And another blessing was uh, we partnered with another church uh, from our Lexington group, and uh, it was with New Life Church in Port Townsend, Washington State, out west. And uh, joining us today is actually going to be one of their pastors, Melanie Jackson. She's the executive pastor, also a tremendous worship leader, and uh, she led some devotions on our trip and led us into worship. And she uh, recently did a talk at her church uh, talking about holiness, but the assurance that we have as being followers of Jesus. And Melanie, uh, you know, it's one of those things that we should be assured about our salvation and all that God has for us. But man, the enemy's really good at chipping away with that, isn't he? He is. He is. I think it's, you know, I mean, it's something we need to be aware of that he's, he's daily uh, trying to attack us in that area of assurance. And, um, because with assurance, um, we're, we're far more, more powerful, and we, we do far more for the kingdom when we're walking in that assurance of, of, of Christ and what he's done for us. Well, in your talk that uh, you did recently, uh, you had a great passage in Second Timothy that you kind of mm-hmm. based your talk on. Can you share that with us? Yeah, absolutely. It's from Second Timothy chapter 4, and it's verses 6 through 8. And this is Paul talking to Timothy, um, you know, just as he's really preparing to um, come to the end of his ministry, um, he says, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. It's a great, great passage of, of Scripture, and, and what we're seeing in this is, is as Paul's getting ready to do the end of his talking about um, not only his assurance that he's fought the good fight, but his assurance of what's coming next. And that assurance was what kept him going, even in the midst of, uh, you know, all the things that Paul struggled with and, and went through in his ministry. He had that, that, um, that confidence. He had uh, the knowing that everything uh, that the, the Word said and everything that Jesus said was yes and amen. And so um, as a result, he, he lived every day with the assurance of who Jesus was and that his promises for, for Paul and for all of us were absolute. Well, I love your talk. You, know, you said assurance is being certain, established beyond doubt, know for sure, in your mind, and that's confidence. And, uh, I mean, Paul, I mean, he just says that so boldly, but I know there's times in my life that I've kind of got a weak in my faith, and I'm maybe not as certain or, or as confident as Paul is. Have you found that to be true in your life? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, I, and again, I think that's where the enemy uh, tries to attack us, is in that area. You know, make us believe that we haven't, um, we haven't been effective or that we can't be effective, um, to, you know, he knows, he knows, the enemy knows he can't rob us of our salvation, right? He knows, he knows he can't take us out of God's hands. We, we belong to the Lord. But, so if, if he can't rob us of our salvation, he's going to try and rob us of our witness and our effectiveness. And the easiest way to do that is to make us think that we aren't effective. 
Well, one of the things I liked in your talk, uh, you talked about how Paul looked at things both downward and backward. Share that with us. Yeah, yeah. Well, in this scripture specifically, he's looking downward. I mean, he's looking downward into the grave. He's reeling, realizing that the um, the end of of his his earthly ministry is is coming coming soon, and so he's he's looking downward, but he's doing that without fear. Uh, there's no fear in in his heart uh, because again, he has the assurance of what come what's coming next, and he's also looking backward. He's looking backward over you know, his life and, and what he has done in the name of Christ. And as he's looking backward over his ministry, he's doing that without any, um, any shame. Um, you know, he has fought the good fight, and um, he has finished the race. And, and isn't that an amazing thing to be able to, wouldn't we all like to come to that place at the end when we're, we're looking at, um, at death and we're not uh, afraid because we know what's coming next? We have that assurance. And where we're looking back, and we have the confidence of of knowing that 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 we did we did our best for Jesus. Well, and that's why I wanted to have you on here. Is just you know, I know people are wanting to finish the race strong, and yet Paul just says it very clearly that uh, that's what he was doing. Yet his life, well, he was actually poured out like a drink offering. So obviously, he suffered a lot, right? He did, and and. Um, you know, you, you look at if, if anybody had maybe even cause to waver in their assurance, you know, through the beatings that he endured and uh, so many of the hardships that he endured. Um, but he had confidence, not in himself. We see that all throughout Scripture. He didn't, have, he didn't have confidence in himself. His confidence was in Christ. His confidence was in, um, it was in the gospel and in the promises of, of Jesus. And so that's what, what kept him going and, and kept him from, you know, becoming um, discouraged and, and, and wavering, really, in what the Lord was calling him to do. Another thing I liked that you did in your talk here uh, about assurance, you just tuned in, we're talking with Melanie Jackson. She is a pastor out in Washington State and uh, sharing a talk about the assurance that we have as followers of Jesus, and we're basing that off of 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. Uh, a couple of things, too, that you shared in your talk is uh, you talked about Paul, about being a good steward, and about how his conscience is clean. Share that with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and isn't that wouldn't isn't that something we all hope that we can um, we can also um, say at the very end of things that that we have that that clean conscience that we know that we have done um, everything we can and we have lived lived our lives uh, in the pursuit of Christ and the things that matter to Christ that we have taken hold of the things um, that that Christ has has really set forth before us um, and that we've lived our lives trying to uh, really grow, grow spiritually. I mean, this whole topic of holiness is where this teaching really came out of. And, um, you know, a lot of times we think about the holiness we'll have when we're with Jesus in all of eternity. But, but Paul, talking about a clean conscience here, he's talking, too, about uh, how he has, through the Holy Spirit's power, you know, it's enabled him to grow. And um, he's grown in his walk, in his relationship uh, and, and in the area of practical holiness um, as, as he continued to live out his life. And as a result, his conscience was clean before the Lord. Well, one of the things that, you know, Paul talks there, and I think sometimes, you know, we're like, okay, Paul, yeah, that's, you know, true for you, but is it really true for me? But he talks about the placing that crown of righteousness uh, that Jesus will on his head. And 
Man, I mm-hmm. love it because, uh, I mean, Paul, he's not kind of wishy-washy about that, is he? No, he's not. No, he wasn't. Paul's not wishy-washy about anything. Um, that's that's one of the reasons I think I appreciate so much the writings of, of Paul in the epistles is is he's very very direct and yeah he had he had his eyes fixed on one thing and and that was Jesus he just kept his eyes fixed on Jesus and so he um, he knew he knew that he had that crown and and it wasn't the pursuit of the crown it was it was the the fact that he was going to stand before Jesus the one that he loved, and that Jesus was the one that was going to place that crown on his head. Well, one of the things that you know, I think is so important, and you talked about in your talk, you said where there is the most holiness, there is generally the most assurance. Um, mm-hmm. share, uh, share that first point that you did, and you had some great scriptures on top of that point that you shared. Sure, sure, and we'll just share a couple of those. You know, the, the thing that we need to understand is that an assured hope, I mean, really believing and, and knowing uh, and living our lives as, as if every promise in the Bible is yes and amen. Every word of Christ is yes and amen. Um, as uh, that, that living that way is actually a scriptural thing. It's, it's the way that um, not just in the New Testament, but all throughout the scriptures we see, um, even Job. Uh, Job in uh, Job 19, 25 through 26 said, I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And uh, after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. You hear the words of, of assurance in, in that scripture? Um, there's some other scriptures here that I love. Um, I'll just share a few with you. Psalm 23, 4, that we all know, it says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. And then there's the reason here, for you are with me. That's an assurance. Jesus is with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Um, uh, another another um, scripture that I love is from Romans, Romans 8, 38, 39. says, For I am convinced, and again, those are words of assurance, I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, <clears throat> excuse me, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And how much different, Greg, would that be if we lived every day with that assurance, just that assurance? If we were totally convinced that absolutely nothing that came against us, absolutely nothing that raised up in our lives would ever be able to separate us from the great love of God, that his love for us is so strong and so sure and so present that even though situations happen that try and convince us that somehow um, God isn't with us or that he's distant, we can be convinced that nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God that we have in Christ Jesus. I just love that. Sorry, I went off on a little tangent, but it's so good. Um, and Second um, Timothy one twelve says, For this reason I also suffer these things, but I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to protect what I have entrusted to him until that day. Um, so again, that's just Paul speaking about how he's not ashamed. He's not ashamed of the gospel, because he knows, it, not just he knows the words of the gospel, but he knows who he has believed in. He knows Jesus Christ. And so he's convinced, convinced that, that everything that, um, 
that he has done in ministry, um, all the words that he's spoken on Christ's behalf, all the words spoken through the, the Holy Spirit's enablement, will um, continue to, to go forward and be preserved. So um, how about one more, one more scripture? Hebrews 6.11 <laughs> says, And we desire that each one of you demonstrate the same diligence so as to realize the full assurance of hope until the end. You know, um, it is important that we are um, being diligent in our, um, in our walk with Jesus, in our prayer life, in studying the Word, in uh, our fellowship, and, and all of those things. Because the more that we do that, the more we press in, the more we're shaped, the more we're changed, and the more we develop the character and nature of Christ, the more assurance we actually have. The more we behold him, the more real he is to us, and the more assurance we have. So all of these scriptures, though, and there's so many more. I mean, so many. Anytime now I, I read a scripture that says, for I know, or we know, um, you know, I, I'll always pause because those scriptures go beyond, I hope. You know, I hope someday this will happen. Um, or I think maybe this might be a possibility. It's a certainty. I know, I know that Christ is for me. I know that his plans for me um, are, are, like I said, yes and amen, and that I can trust him totally and completely. Wow, such good stuff. We've been talking with Pastor Melanie Jackson. She is an executive pastor and a teaching pastor, also a phenomenal worship leader out at New Life Church in Port Townsend, Washington. And uh, we're going to continue this talk with her tomorrow uh, about the assurance we have as followers of Jesus and talk about holiness. So uh, if you've been blessed by this program, I hope you'll share it with somebody. But join us again tomorrow as we continue our conversation with Pastor Melanie Jackson on Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, Would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.